Welcome to a special best of edition of Northwestern Outdoors Radio. Welcome to another edition of Northwestern Outdoors Radio, the award-winning show covering fishing, hunting, conservation, destinations, and other outdoors recreation across the greater Northwest. Northwestern Outdoors is brought to you by Max Lur, Sportsman's Warehouse, Sina Sea Seafood, and Wallowa County Chamber of Commerce in the Northern Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery Program. And now, let's see what's happening this week with your host, John Cruz. Welcome aboard. If you're a Saturday morning listener in Southern Oregon looking for something to do today, you can always buy a derby ticket and see if you can catch a Chinook salmon at the mouth of the Rogue River at Gold Beach because this is the final day of the Rogue River Salmon Derby. Or, if you prefer, just buy a dinner ticket for the banquet tonight in Gold Beach and find out who the winner is and maybe bid on some of the auction items or try to win a raffle prize. The proceeds all go to the volunteer-run salmon hatchery there, and you can get your tickets today for either event at the Rogue Outdoor Store in Gold Beach, home of our affiliate KGBR. This week on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, we are taking you to one of the most beautiful and spectacular places in the entire Northwest. You'll find it in Northeast Oregon, bordering Washington and Idaho, and this place is called Wallowa County, and the Wallowa Mountains that you find here are one of Oregon's Seven Wonders. I got to visit there this past week, got to enjoy some hikes and some wildlife watching and some great experiences. We're going to be staying at the Kokanee Inn, an absolutely beautiful bed and breakfast in Joseph, and we'll be talking with the co-owner, Eric Makala, about not only the inn and the amenities they offer, but also about some hiking and cycling opportunities in the area. Then we're going to do what I consider to be a bucket list experience. Boarding a gondola car and taking a tram to the top of Mount Howard on the Wallowa Lake Tramway. We'll hike the trails around the summit to soak in the views and then gaze at the rugged Wallowa Mountains and Eagle Cap Wilderness while chatting with the general manager and part owner of the tramway, Michael Lockhart, at the Summit Grill, which is the highest elevation cafe you'll find in the entire Northwest. There are a lot of hikes to enjoy around here, both in and out of the Eagle Cap Wilderness, and Jennifer Piper, the Wallowa County-born and bred executive director of the Chamber of Commerce, just happens to be a hiking and backpacking fanatic. She's going to share some of her favorite hikes with you to include some places only the locals know about. In addition to this, we'll share a August Wallowa County Fishing Report from Brad Snook at the Sports Corral and Rob Lamb at the Joseph Fly Shop. Then we'll talk to Bob Loomis during an extended Max Minute. The topic once again is the Buoy 10 Salmon Fishery at the mouth of the Columbia River. The coho are flooding in there and Bob has got a setup for you specifically for those coho. As usual, we'll have your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week towards the end of the show, which will be about the Kokanee Salmon, a pretty sought-after fish in Wallowa Lake. Before we head to Wallowa County, though, it's time to check in with David Sparks and see what he's got in store for us this week on Sportsman Spotlight, which is brought to you every week by the Ag Information Network of the West. A Creekside Fishing Camp, David Sparks, Sportsman Spotlight. A guide to finding the perfect backcountry creekside fishing camp way up in them thar mountains. It doesn't matter how small or narrow a creek is, chances are there are fish to be caught and memories to be made. 
If you're new to the concept of seeking out new mountain streams this summer, Connor Lease has a few pointers to help find the perfect backcountry creekside fishing camp. Start using maps. Pull up maps, whether it's Google Maps, Foldout Forest Service Maps, your favorite outdoor GPS apps. Something just to kind of ballpark where you want to go. And that's always a good starting point. Also use the satellite imagery feature. A lot of those apps and maps will have satellite images as well to kind of give you a bird's eye view. So you want to look for pools, look for good pullouts, some good spots where you might be able to find a camp that has good water access as well. Just to clarify, this is about stream and creek fishing. So the waterways, you want to look for the smaller blue lines on the maps, not necessarily the rivers that the roads follow, but using those rivers as a guide to, to find smaller fisheries like little creeks and, and streams. Another tip, look for roads that best suit your mode of transportation and comfort level and follow the blue lines on the map. Sure hope you outdoorsmen have enjoyed this episode of Sportsman Spotlight. The Ag Information Network, covering over half of the nation's potato acres and a third of the nation's wheat. We've been bringing news and information to these Pacific Northwest producers for 40 years on 73 radio stations. With the large amount of farmland that our network covers, our region's farmers are on the go, tuning in behind the wheel of a truck or tractor. The Ag Information Network, trusted and transparent journalism lasting for the next generation. For over 40 years, the Ag Information Network has been providing news and information for the most important industry in the world, agriculture. The Ag Information Network gives you worldwide updates from local producers to regional organizations, from major crops like wheat and corn to animal agriculture to specialty crops like apples, almonds, and cherries. We report on stories that mean the most to you. Online at aginfo.net, the Ag Information Network, trusted and transparent journalism lasting for the next generation. Come to Oregon's Wallowa County for outdoors adventure. Hike, ride, paddle, fish, or sightsee to your heart's content. And then visit one of our wonderful towns, whether it be Joseph with its beautiful bronze statues, our county seat in Enterprise, or one of our charming small towns like Wallowa, Imnaha, or Troy, where you can eat, shop, and sleep before continuing your adventure the next day. Plan your visit now at WallowaCountyChamber.com. That's WallowaCountyChamber.com. You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. We're broadcasting today from the Kokanee Inn, in a little sitting area, looking out over the Wallowa Mountains. It's an absolutely beautiful morning. And with me is the co-owner, Eric Makala. Eric, welcome to the show. Great. Glad to be here. So, Eric, you and Missy Britt own the Kokanee Inn. It used to be called something else, didn't it? Yeah, it was called Chandler's Bed and Breakfast, and it was a beloved couple in town that ran it for a number of years, and sold it and then we bought it from the the second owner we rebranded it to kokanee inn just because we didn't think we could live up to the standards of chandler's so we uh <laughs> we decided to to be as local as we could and the kokanee were spawning when we actually came up here to look at the inn so we thought let's do kokanee inn well it's a great name and i think you're definitely living up to the former owner's place it's well appointed absolutely beautiful place here how many rooms are there so we have eight rooms Seven rooms in the main building itself, and then a small cabin that is uh, self-contained with a kitchenette, a little living room, bathroom, and a small bedroom. 
Well, each one of the rooms is really nice. The beds, very comfortable. And I love the sitting areas you have both inside and outside. Lots of places for little groups to congregate. Yeah, the original design was amazing on this building, and we really feel fortunate to be in this space. The sitting areas were not our design, obviously, because we purchased the building, but they have worked out great. The guests really appreciate being able to go and spread out. We have a lot of places to eat in the breakfast in the morning outside and also in our in our main dining room area downstairs. So, um, yeah, it's been a, a really great building to be in. Well, let's talk about the breakfast because you have some fantastic breakfast. Today, for example, we had a flank steak egg burrito with some fresh fruit. Other days you have, let's see here, on Sunday, that's maple pecan French toast day. Tuesday is egg bites. Wednesday, lemon blueberry cornbread. Uh, You really spoil your guests, don't you? You know, we try, our goal is to make sure that people leave the table full and they feel good. The menu has morphed over the last four summers that we've been here, and we've tried to kind of dial in our menus as much as possible, basically trying to do protein and uh, vegetable-based menus. Sunday, you found our maple pecan French toast, and that's our, our decadent breakfast. <laughs> and so that we've been doing that every Sunday since we've opened but we've, we've just tried to dial things in. We've actually collaborated with a local restaurant here to take a look at our menus and actually look at different items we're putting in there just to really, really get a little more expertise into what we're serving. So, uh, so far, so good. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably keep tweaking as we go along. Trust me, folks, the food here is absolutely delicious. Let's talk about some of the other amenities you offer here. Love the fact there was a a nice little piece of chocolate from one of the local uh, chocolate factories here. But you've got some other amenities on top of that. Yeah, the chocolate from Arrowheads is something we just started this last year. So the amenities we typically have right now, you know, we do have bicycles for use by our guests, and we also rent bicycles to the local cyclists in the area. That's either mountain bikes or cruiser bikes. We had, we have a lot of information about hiking here that uh, you can head out on different hikes. We provide complimentary soft drinks to the guests and snacks because people are hungry, they're thirsty, and it's just as easy to have them here than to have them, you know, go and have them to bring them in. Anything else? Yeah, we also offer 24-hour coffee and tea because there are people that we hope that most of the guests are able to sleep here, but there are those that don't and they want coffee early in the morning or late at night or a place to grab a cup of tea and just sit and read a book. So we try to make sure that these are all available to our guests. Let's talk a little bit about the bicycling. You are an avid cyclist, and I'm sure people, when they come here and you offer them these cruiser bikes that just comes as part of the package, or maybe they want to rent a mountain bike, I'm sure the first question is, where should I go? And my question to you is, where do you send them? We'll start off with the cruiser bikes. So the cruiser bikes are really designed just for getting downtown and back or actually riding up to the lake. They're a single speed, kind of a heavy, typical cruiser bike that you'd see on the beach and things like that. And they're just for tootling around town and having fun on. The mountain bikes are hardtail mountain bikes, entry level, aluminum frames, designed. We, we have a lot of gravel roads around here, and the gravel riding is, is pretty amazing. We do have mountain biking too, single track mountain biking. You have to drive a ways to get there because it's not readily accessible to this area. Most of the trails we have here are designated wilderness, and so you can only hike or horseback ride on. So we do send people up to Salt Creek Summit to do mountain biking up there. Uh, there's several trails up there. There's also dirt roads, a lot of dirt roads up there to be able to ride on. And it's, it's incredibly safe. 
that's where we send people for mountain biking. And then these bikes can also be used for road biking too. And so there are a lot of places to ride here on the pavement that are not Highway 82 that comes in the main drag into the Joseph Wallawa County area. So the roads up here are very safe as long as you pay attention to what you're doing. That's a fair statement there. You know, this place, the Kokanee Inn, folks, it's a really a great base camp for exploring Wallawa County. I mean, I've only been here about 15 hours, and so far I've been out to the Zumwalt Prairie and got to see some elk as the sun set out there and some deer and woke up this morning and went to the state heritage area that's literally a quarter mile away from here, hiked around there, saw a couple more deer, just beautiful landscape and meadows and trees and a pond, all under the backdrop of the Wallowa Mountains. And next, I'm going to be heading to the Wallowa Lake Tramway. So, I mean, it's just, like I said, a great base camp to do all sorts of outdoors adventures. I understand, though, that one thing people really like to do here is go hiking. And I love the fact that you actually have trail maps and guides in each of the rooms. What's the most popular hike that you send people on? Wow, that's a great question. It really depends on their capabilities. And what we try to do is people that are interested in hiking, we will assess We'll ask them, do you want a steep hike? Do you want a flat hike? Some people come up here with you know bad hips, bad knees, and stuff like that, and they really want something fairly gentle. So we actually kind of try to assess their capabilities first before we send them on any hike. And then we ask them, what type of views do you want? Because you can get mountain views, you can get lake views. So that's information that we take. Probably the, the most popular hikes that we send people up, one is to BC Falls, which is a short hike off of Chief Joseph Mountain Trail which actually that trail, you can keep going, and BC Falls comes off of the Ice Lake Trail. Aneroid Lake is a very popular hike. That's about six miles in one way. We send people up to the top of the East, East Moraine, and that is now dedicated open space. And there's a Jeep trail that will take you all the way up to the top of the Moraine. It's about a mile and a half to the top, and the views up there are amazing. You can see the Wallawa Lake, and you can also see the east side of the Moraine. We send people up Hurricane Creek. Uh, Hurricane Creek is a fairly gentle trail, and that's another very popular path. You can go quite a ways up Hurricane Creek or there's a spur that takes off to head up to a set of waterfalls too. So those are probably the main trails, Aneroid Lake, Ice Lake, the Moraine Trail, and Hurricane Creek that we send people on right now. Plus the hike that you took this morning. For kids, for example, we sent a family out around the state park and there's a pond out there and it's a very gentle path and it's a very short path and families love that because you're out away from everything and, and even though you're fairly close in. Well, bottom line is this, folks, the Kokanee Inn. It is a beautiful place. They've got great food and great amenities. And whether you want to go cycling or hiking or wildlife watching or more, this is the place to be. Go to kokaneeinn.com. That's K-O-K-A-N-E-E, kokaneeinn.com. Make reservations today. Come on out here to Wallowa County and Joseph and enjoy the natural beauty that surrounds you here. Eric, thanks so much for sharing this with us today on Northwestern Outdoors Radio. Thank you for having me. This portion of the show was brought to you by our friends at Sina Sea Seafood. Shipping premium wild-caught Alaskan seafood right to your door. And you know, I talk about them every week. I think very highly of this company, but don't take it from me. Let me read a testimonial from an actual customer, Jan N. She gave a five-star review and said, I had the pleasure of catching salmon in the Alaskan Copper River several years ago. I stood at my waders for five hours, casting into the fish on a perfect, clear, crisp, and cool day. The experience was definitely in my top ten life events. 
I live in Kansas, so the phrase fresh fish leaves something to be desired. Ordering Cena Sea salmon and halibut and cod helps me recapture that beautiful Alaskan day. It is as delicious as the salmon I caught. I highly recommend their company and the products they provide. As you can see, Cena Sea, they've got it going on. So order your salmon, halibut, cod, and shellfish today from Cena Sea Seafood. The website to go to S E N A S E A. That's cenasea.com. Great Outdoors on Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. You know what time it is. It's time for another Max Minute brought to you every week by Max Lure. And with us again, Bob Loomis. Bob, welcome back. Thank you, John. Last week we talked about buoy 10 and how to set up for success fishing for Chinook and Coho. A lot of those Chinook have moved upstream. It's pretty much becoming a Coho show at this point. How would you suggest read up for Coho any differently? You know, one of the things that we used to do quite a bit when the coho were coming in is we actually started rigging with dodgers and small squitters and stuff. And it works tremendously well. You don't have to have bait. You can tip it with a coon shrimp or tip it with a piece of anchovy or herring or something like that. But we would actually just use scent up inside the, uh, the squid body. So using a double D like the 5.8 inch, the middle size... So you're not pulling off a bunch of heavy gear and that, some of those heavier tides and stuff. Using that 5.8-inch dodger along with a uh, sockeye squitter works fantastic. And I presume you're putting the scent of your choice on that squitter? Yeah, yeah. I'll, ta- I'll take it and put it up in the head of the squitter so that it acts like kind of a scent chamber. And it works really, really well. All right. Well, consider downsizing your tackle for the coho at buoy 10 and other places too where you're going to catch them this summer with the double d dodger 5.8 inch dodger and the cha-cha sockeye squitter which catches not only sockeye but coho too look for these products and more at a quality sporting goods store near you or online anytime at maxlure.com Hot summer nights mean hot morning fishing for sockeye here in the Northwest, and Max Lure Company has got what you need to catch a limit with the Double D Dodger and two great sockeye rigs. The Double D Dodger has a unique, fast, slow action and can be fished away from the boat without a side planer. The Cha-Cha Sockeye Rig and Double Whammy Sockeye Pro both feature a patented smile blade and two stout red hooks that won't let go of that salmon when it bites. Max Lure Company, getting you into the sockeye this summer. Anglers are getting a raise this year with the Northern Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery Program and the fish are biting. Here's how it works. First, register at a pike minnow station along the Columbia or Snake River. Next, go fishing for pike minnow and bring back all of them that measure 9 inches or longer. The fish are worth 6 8 or $10, and the more fish you catch, the more each one is worth. Keep an eye out for tagged fish, too, because those are worth 500 bucks. Go fishing, make money, and have fun. Find out more at pikeminnow.org. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter 
with the gear you need for fishing, hunting, camping, paddling, cooking, and just about anything else you can do in the woods or in the water. With over 125 stores across America, there is bound to be a sportsman's warehouse near you. With not only the gear you need, but also the experts to help you get the most out of the product you purchase. Head down to your local sportsman's warehouse today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. That's sportsmans.com. Public lands and waters are integral to our outdoor heritage. Become a member of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers and stand up for our public lands and waters. Visit backcountryhunters.org today. You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio. We are broadcasting from the summit of Mount Howard, 8,200 feet high, overlooking Wallowa Lake and, well, pretty much three states from the summit here. And with me is the man who got me up here on the Wallowa Lake Tramway, Mike Lockhart. Mike, great to have you back on the air. Thank you. Good to see you again. You're part owner. You're the general manager. How long have you been here now? About 40 years. An amazing run. For those who don't know anything about the Wallowa Lake Tramway, why don't you explain exactly what this is and the history of how it got here? Well, it's a two-mile, 4,000-feet vertical lift from the valley at the head of the lake down there. It looks over the Wallowa Mountains. The Wallowa Mountains were selected by the state of Oregon's tourism department as uh, one of the seven wonders of Oregon. So that boosted our popularity, and we're definitely been discovered now along with the quaint little town of joseph down there with its art up and down the street and so there's a lot to do here a lot to see it's a different uh kind of a place to come we're the most popular attraction in the area uh we do somewhere around oh mid 30s to high 30s thousand uh, visitors a year we operate from may mid-may through september this year will go a couple days into October because of the way the calendar breaks, but that's it. The lift was built in 1969. Not much of it, that 69 material <laughs> is left. Uh, I was going to say, I, I'm seeing upgrades from when we first started talking 10 years ago. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's completely different. It's all new machinery, and about the only thing still here is these tower themselves with a fresh paint job. and All new, shiny what they, we call shiv wheels, which are the wheels the cable runs on. So how much cable runs up here? It's a 15-minute ride, I know that. Yes, it's about two miles. Wow, that is a lot of cable. And the gondola cars, are these the original gondola cars that no, you see not. like in the Swiss Alps? No, they're not. These have been uh, upgraded. I actually bought this lift from Big Sky Montana when they did an upgrade. Mainly just to get the cabins. <laughs> I <laughs> sold the rest for scrap, kept a few things, but uh, and then we renovated the cabins. There's, they're the traditional four-passenger cabin that uh, you'd see in the days. Now, now you're seeing much larger ones. Well, you sure get a million-dollar view, not only up here at the top of the mountain, but even coming up, too. And for those that are scared of heights, I think it's important to note that you're not really that far off the ground in the gondola car. No, you're not. It varies as you come over little ravines and stuff, but it comes a smooth ride. 
most people don't uh, get too nervous about it, you know, so we don't lose too much traffic because of that. <laughs> and, you know, it's such a rewarding view up here. You know, if you read reviews, everybody says, you know, well, it's a little bit of a trip up there, but it's worth every minute of it. Oh, especially on a summer day like this, there's a cool breeze blowing on us right now. We've got the lake right below us, beautiful view of the Wallawa Mountains. And, I mean, you can literally see into Washington and Idaho from here. Yeah, you can. I'm looking right out there where the breaks of the Columbia River, basically. Uh, down, uh, You go down into Idaho and Clarkson, Washington, right right about 60 miles from us right now. We can see 60 miles. A little hazy today. It happens on and off. But, yeah, it has a lot, a lot to offer. The whole area does. As a person who markets tourism half of his, most of his life, this is an easy sell. <laughs> oh, it sure is with a view like this. Now, when folks come up here to the top, uh, just about everybody has a meal at the Summit Grill. And the reason why is, I mean, you can have a beer, you can have a glass of wine, you can have a soda pop or a cup of coffee and just soak in the views. But your menu, you know, I was really expecting it was going to be really expensive because you've definitely got a captive audience here. You actually keep prices very reasonable. Yeah, it's more challenging in these days with the inflation factor, but we try to. We've adjusted our menu around items that are still more affordable and and easy to prepare. Like I told you earlier, labor's a problem throughout the tourist industry, so we're trying to do things that we can do with a minimum amount of help uh, because it's difficult to find people. Understood. But it's still good food, and it's still fantastic views. You know, one other thing we should mention here when it comes to the labor pool, you still got openings for this summer, and you're definitely going to be looking for a lot of folks next summer too, aren't you? Yeah. We are always looking for employees in, in these tourist areas, seasonal help. We started a work camper program last year where we provide a uh, full RV hookup for people that want to spend the summer working with us. And that's gotten to be very popular and helps us, you know, make up what the locals can't do. We've got a few cowboys down there with ropes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So, again... Uh, that's one of the reasons it keeps a lot of people from coming to a place like this to work is trying to find affordable housing. But as you just heard, you've got affordable housing available here. You have an RV, you've got a hookup, and you'll get taken care of. You can come work in this beautiful setting all summer long. All right, Mike, one thing we have never talked about before is parasailing. I understand people will take the tramway up here and they'll go to a launch site and they'll actually sail right back down to the valley. We got the best site ever. You can ride 4,000 feet up the mountain on a, in a thing, jump off, go out to the launch site and launch if you're an experienced and rated pilot. Fly, you can fly over the lake, practice your aerobatics in safety because you're over water and people are coming from all over the country to do it. Not in big numbers, but we have really been developed as a good thing. And Todd is probably one of the foremost paragliders in the, well, I'll say the United States anyway. And Todd is a, a local paraglider? Yes, he is. He kind of runs it for us in the sense that he oversees that the pilots are qualified and that everybody's good. And well, this is good to know. So you can't just 
show up unannounced with your parachute. It's best to call him. <laughs> it's best to call him. But he, he's really accommodating to it. Casey, when they're doing a lot of practicing, and they'll put a rescue boat down there on the lake just in case you know somebody did hit the water. Well, there you go. Something else to do from the summit of Mount Howard besides eating at the Northwest Highest Grill. We should also talk about the wildlife up here. I'm seeing chipmunks. I'm seeing ground squirrels. We've seen Clark's Nutcrackers up here. And they all seem to be very interested in the tourists, hoping for a handout. I'm going to correct you there. Chipmunk, again, it's a golden mantle squirrel. Okay, so they're not fat chipmunks. All right. Sorry, John. I had to get you there. You got me. You got me. Well, that explains the oversized chipmunk. Okay, you don't feed them so much then. That's good to hear. We have the red diggers up here that's ground squirrels, and they'll be out here probably for about another few weeks, and then they'll hibernate. Gotcha. And you've actually got two miles of trails up here on the summit. And the great thing about being up here at the summit is, you know, you've already taken all the climbing out of it. So you get these wonderful views from these overlooks. You don't have to work very hard to get them. Yeah, the trails circumvent the top of the mountain here. And we got what we call the valley look, which you and I are looking over right now, that looks out over the Wallowa County Valley and into, like I said, Washington and Idaho. And some claim Montana, but I don't know (laughs) about that. And on the other side, it looks out over the Seven Devils Mountains of uh, southern Idaho. On this side, it looks up into the beautiful part of the uh, Wallowa mountains with uh, very scenic rugged mountains and the uh, Eagle Capital in this area. Folks, if you love the mountains, this again is one of the best views you're ever going to get for the least amount of effort. So if you're not into climbing to the top of mountains anymore, take the tramway. It's just an easy 15-minute ride in an enclosed gondola. You're going to absolutely love it. That noise you're hearing in the background is actually the gondola cars coming into the cafe here. And if you hear some voices behind us, that's people enjoying the views of the cafe, along with a meal, too. Bottom line, you really got to do the Wallowa Lake Tramway. I tell people it's a bucket list item, and it really is. So give it a whirl. What's the website folks should go to to find out more? WallowaLakeTramway.com. That's easy. WallowaLakeTramway.com. Make plans to come on out here before summer is over. And, of course, if you can't make it this summer, there's always next year. Mike, always a pleasure to chat with you on Northwestern Outdoors Radio. back to Northwestern Outdoors Radio. It's our special edition broadcast from Wallowa County in Oregon. I'm sitting here on Main Street in Joseph, which is a wonderful place if you've never been here before. It's known for its bronze sculptures. There's several art galleries and so many talented artists that live here. Lots of restaurants, lots of boutique shops, gift shops, even a chocolate shop. Arrowhead Chocolates has some really yummy stuff. you got to try that out. And with me today is the executive director for the Wallowa County Chamber of Commerce, longtime sponsor of our show, Jennifer Piper. Jennifer, it is great to have you on the air. Thank you, John. I'm happy to be here and out on a beautiful day in Joseph, Oregon. 
Well, there's a lot of other people enjoying this beautiful day in Joseph, Oregon. I've been talking to a lot of the shop owners, and they all say the same thing. Ever since COVID hit, more and more people are coming from the cities to Joseph and Wallowa County. Yes, I'd say that's definitely true. Uh, We saw an increase in volume in 2020 and 2021 specifically. And who can blame them? Who wouldn't want to be here instead of in the city? I completely agree. I mean, it's a little slice of paradise. They call the Wallowa Mountains one of the seven wonders of Oregon. And if you go to the top of Mount Howard, like I did on the Wallowa Lake Tramway, you'll see exactly why. I mean, this is one of those God-created places that you just can't imagine existing anywhere else in the world. And I want to talk about one of your passions, which is backpacking and hiking. You grew up here, so you know all about the places to go here. We'll just start off with, what's your favorite day hike? My favorite day hike, that's an easy one. That's the East Moraine along Wallowa Lake. This is a hike that I enjoy taking people of all skills and ability levels, families, kids, etc. In the spring, summer, fall, or winter, it doesn't matter. This is always a good hike. Let me ask you a question here, and that's about the, the geology of Wallowa Lake. It's four or five miles long, and... You know, you have the moraines on both sides. Is this actually in the caldera of a volcano? Uh, It is not in the caldera of a volcano. This is a a glacier-formed lake and a glacier-formed moraine. It's actually one of the best examples of this particular type of lake anywhere in the U.S. Glad I asked the question. I was completely wrong about the geology of Wallowa Lake, which, by the way, folks, is an absolutely beautiful lake. Let's talk about the lake for a little bit. Are you a kayaker? Are you a canoer? Are you a stand-up paddleboarder? I have done some kayaking. I don't know if I would call myself a kayaker, but I sure do enjoy it when I get the chance. And they have rentals at the marina. Yes, they sure do. There's several outfitters here in the area where you can rent kayaks, so you don't have to worry about bringing those over when you visit. As a matter of fact, there's one outfit here, if you're on Main Street in Joseph, that actually offers guided nighttime kayaking trips. I went on one of those. They have see-through boats. They're lit up. You can actually see to the bottom, and you will see more trout than you'll believe on one of those. Have you done that one yet? I haven't done a night tour, but I have done a day tour with them, with my in-laws, and it was a fantastic experience. Highly recommended. Getting back to what you love to do, which is hitting the trails, let's talk backpacking. Let's talk about a multi-day trip that you would recommend for folks around here. One of the most popular multi-day backpacking trips in Wallowa County is going into the Lakes Basin. And it's one of the most popular for good reason. You can see amazing high lakes in the Eagle Caps, a whole string of them in just a handful of days. You can get several of the summits as well. You can climb several mountains from there as well if you're into peak bagging. I just did eagle cap just the other weekend for the first time that's a great one there's actually a trail all the way to the top of the mountain which is not the case with all of the peaks so that's a really fantastic area to go to if you're looking for a multi-day trip in the eagle cap wilderness you know some of our wilderness areas especially the popular ones here in the northwest i'm thinking like the alpine lakes wilderness the enchantments you actually have to have a permit that you have to apply for beforehand is that the same case here or can anybody go to the eagle cap wilderness and enjoy these lakes at any time anyone can go there is a form that you need to fill out you can do that just directly at the trailhead so it's not an advanced registration process which is really nice Let me put you on the spot here. Of all of those lakes up there, 
Which one's your favorite and why? Well, if you really want to know that, you're going to have to take me out for a beer at Terminal Gravity, and I'll share that off the record. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You don't want too many people at your favorite body of water. That makes a lot of sense to me. All right. So getting off the mountains and going to maybe some of the other places around here where you can hike, any other hikes you'd recommend that maybe aren't so overrun with tourists? One of my favorite early season hikes is along the Wanaha River out of Troy, which is north of Joseph and Enterprise. It's beautiful in the spring. The canyon is bright green. There's wildflowers all over the place. That's a really excellent one, and you can make that a multi-day backpacking trip, too, if you like. That is one I never would have guessed, so thank you for that insider tip. One last question here. Let's talk about a destination here in Wallowa County that's an outdoorsy destination that you would recommend, again, that maybe most tourists don't know about. Outdoor destination that not everyone that comes to Wallowa County thinks about visiting is the Zumwalt Prairie. This is another fantastic place to visit, particularly in the springtime when the grass is green. There's tons of wildflowers. If you like looking for birds, raptors in particular, it is an amazing destination for that. There are several trails where you can get a view of the Wallowas that most people do not have the opportunity to see it from that perspective. You know, it's funny you mention that. Because my first night here, I actually went to the Zumwalt Prairie. And folks, this is a, a huge area that's managed by the Nature Conservancy. And it's dedicated to preserving the wild prairie bunch grass that's found here and not too many places anymore, especially here in the Northwest. And like Jennifer said, I mean, it's got a ton of wildlife on it. Lots of birds. Definitely saw a bunch of raptors while I was out there. A lot of deer. There's badgers. There's coyotes. And... There's especially elk. And I actually got to walk one of those trails, Patty's Trail. And it's just a little two and a quarter mile jaunt. And the thing I loved about it on this early evening hike was that for literally almost an hour, there was not one man-made sound that I experienced. There was no cars. There was no planes. There was no voices. There was no people. I mean, literally, it was as quiet and as still as any place I've ever experienced just the gentle breeze blowing through the prairie grass. I mean, there's something just so serene about being in a setting like that. Absolutely. This makes me think about, too, how many areas we have here in Wallowa County where you can do some really incredible stargazing, just incredible dark sky viewing areas, both out in areas like that as well as in Imnaha and along Hell's Canyon. We are starting to run out of time, but you've just heard a whole bunch of things to do and places to go and trails to hike that you probably don't know about here in Wallowa County, so take advantage of them. And if you want to plan a trip to Wallowa County, whether it be Joseph or Enterprise or anywhere else in this beautiful part of Oregon, just go to the Wallowa County Chamber website. You'll find it at WallowaCountyChamber.com. That's WallowaCountyChamber.com. And stop by the Chamber office and Enterprise. Jennifer and her staff will be happy to help you. Jennifer, great to have you on the air for the first time, and I hear great things about the job you're doing as the Executive Director. Well, thank you so much. That's great to hear. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
Located in the northeast corner of Oregon, Wallowa County offers a unique destination rich in natural beauty and outdoors recreation. Enjoy the clear waters of Wallowa Lake. Take a tram to the top of Mount Howard for million-dollar views. Hike or ride into the Eagle Cap Wilderness and fish or raft the Wallowa and Grand Ronde Rivers. It's all waiting for you in beautiful Wallowa County. Plan your visit today at WallowaCountyChamber.com. That's WallowaCountyChamber.com. Anglers are getting a raise this year with the Northern Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery Program and the fish are biting. Here's how it works. First, register at a pike minnow station along the Columbia or Snake River. Next, go fishing for pike minnow and bring back all of them that measure 9 inches or longer. The fish are worth 6 8 or $10, and the more fish you catch, the more each one is worth. Keep an eye out for tagged fish, too, because those are worth 500 bucks. Go fishing, make money, and have fun. Find out more at pikeminnow.org. Backcountry Hunters and Anglers is the voice for your public lands, waters, and wildlife. From the Canadian Yukon to the Florida Everglades, we're stepping up to conserve North America's public lands, defend our hunting and fishing traditions, and expand access to the outdoors. Find out how you can get involved at backcountryhunters.org. Enjoy a meal of wild Alaskan seafood delivered right to your door. Sea offers premium quality wild Alaskan fish and shellfish to include Copper River King and Silver Salmon, Halibut, Black Cod, King Crab, and of course, Copper River Sockeye Salmon. Order it blast frozen or smoked and experience a slice of Alaska for a special meal you won't forget. Buy your seafood now at SeaNaSea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, SeaNaSea.com. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter with the gear you need for fishing, hunting, camping, paddling, cooking, and just about anything else you can do in the woods or in the water. With over 125 stores across America, there is bound to be a Sportsman's Warehouse near you with not only the gear you need, but also the experts to help you get the most out of the product you purchase. Head down to your local Sportsman's Warehouse today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. That's sportsmans.com. We've got time for one more shot of Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. I'm glad you're back. We've got a Wallowa Lake August fishing report for you, courtesy of two people who know all about the fishing there. The first is Brad Snook at the Sports Corral on Main Street. He says that the fishing at Wallowa Lake for rainbow trout has been very good. As a matter of fact, anglers are catching quite a few 12 to 13 inch stocked rainbows along with some bigger 17 to 19 inchers. I also talked to Rob Lamb at the Joseph Fly Shop, also on Main Street, and he confirms that the trout fishing has been really good, especially for fly anglers, several of whom have caught up to 30 rainbow trout where the Wallowa River flows into the lake. And they're using dry flies, too. If you stop by the fly shop, Rob Lamb there will tell you exactly what's working. Rob says the Wallowa River is also fishing pretty well for trouts. If you're going to fish the river, Rob recommends fishing in the cool hours of the morning when the waters are also a little cooler. That way you're not going to stress those fish and potentially kill them like you can do on a hot August day in the middle of the day. As for the kokanee, Brad Snook told me that typically kokanee fishing in the month of August can be tough at Wallowa Lake. Those fish just seem to go deep and kind of disappear, but... 
The good news is the size of the kokanee is coming up. When we talked a couple of years ago, he told me that they were back to about three, four pounds. Now he says they're as big as seven pounds. That's right, a seven-pound coke was caught out of Wallawa Lake this year. Now, the world record was caught here back in 2010, a 9.67-pounder. So are we looking at a situation where we might be able to look at a new world record in the next couple of years? Maybe. Just maybe. If you want more information about kokanee fishing or trout fishing in Wallawa County, stop by the Sports Corral and stop by the Joseph Fly Shop. Brad and Rob and the rest of the crew at those stores, they'll be happy to hook you up. And now it's time for your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week. And we've been talking a lot about kokanee. They are a salmon. They're a landlocked salmon. And here is your question. Is the kokanee salmon a landlocked Chinook salmon, a landlocked Coho salmon, or a landlocked sockeye salmon? Give us your best guess through our website at northwesternoutdoors.com. Just shoot us an email or go to our Facebook page at Northwestern Outdoors and let us know what species of landlocked salmon is the kokanee salmon. Is it a Chinook, a Coho, or a Sockeye? One lucky person who guesses right wins the $25 gift card we give away every week from America's premier outfitter, which has plenty of kokanee gear in stock. On that note, we've got to go, but I hope you enjoyed our journey to Wallawa County as much as I did. If you want to plan a trip to Wallawa County, the website to go to is wallawacountychamber.com. It's a portal to all the information you're going to need to plan a trip to one of Oregon's seven wonders. Until next time, do take care, God bless, and make it a point to spend some time outdoors. 